Joy seekers, joy givers, anyone looking for an infusion of joy, you've come to the right place. My name is Deb McGregor. I'm the host of Live Joy, Share Joy. Have you ever felt like life had a million paths that you could take? Or maybe you felt lost at times. How do you find your way? I am so thrilled to be welcoming to our show today, Jeff Stacy, who is going to walk us through the conversation on how we not only find our way, but we can even find joy while doing it. Please join me in welcoming Jeff Stacy to the show. Jeff, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me to the, your show. Yeah, absolutely. And I should probably let people know that you have sort of a million things we could talk about. You're an entrepreneur. You're a dad. You're a husband. You are, well, not just an entrepreneur, like an entrepreneur, like a lot of businesses, right? It's yes. not even just one, <laughs> which is all tying into our conversation but I know it doesn't start right here, Jeff. So I'm thinking we should start way back. Yeah, we could. Uh, we'll start off in my childhood, and I'll just kind of give you a, a brief synopsis of, of my life and and how I've got from point A to point B so far and how God's uh, guided me through the way. That sounds like a great idea. I mean, and really, we should probably say we're not going to get anywhere without God anyway. So we'll we'll weave that into this conversation. Absolutely. Um, so back when I was growing up, it was just me and my grandma and my mom. Um, I didn't, my dad had nothing to do with me. I knew him, but he wanted nothing to do with me. So she raised me and we were dirt poor. I remember one time my mom had, uh, we had no money and she had to give me powdered milk in my cereal and it was so gross. I can still remember that taste today. And I was probably five, five years old. So as we're growing, my my mom found uh, her husband, Dan Stacy. They got married. That was back in 96, I believe. And I remember sitting at the wedding and looking up at the sky and thanking God because I wanted a father figure in my life. It, and I remember praying many times that night that somebody would find my mom and be my dad. So... They get married in 96, I believe it was. My dad was a cop down in Monaga. And ever since then, I, I wanted to be just like my dad. Wanted to be a cop just like my dad. So going through high school, that's exactly what I wanted to be. And in the midst of that, um, we took a, a missions trip. So we were involved in church, and that was a big part of my dad. He wanted us to go to church. We went down to the Assembly of God church in Monaga, and then went to the one in um, Park Rapids. And I got involved in the youth group, and we took a missions trip down to Peru. And I must have been like 12 or 13 years old, and it was absolutely unreal what we learned and seen. We had to go up to International Falls and learn how to uh, sing in Spanish. And we did that for three months, and then we went on this trip, out in the, uh, so we flew into Peru and then we went into the jungle and it was like nothing you've ever seen before in your life. Like third world country, sewer running down the, the uh, roads. Um, and then we ministered to thousands of people in a big coliseum out in the middle of nowhere. Wow. And to see all these people come in and learn how to worship God and accept God was was unreal. 
let's, I, we just need to take a pause for this. First of all, I mean, there's so many things that were going through my mind thinking about um, you and, and you praying to the Lord for this father figure in your life. And it, it reminds me of this, you know, the Lord knows the desires of our heart, right? Like in the Lord is listening and it happens in his timing, right? And that was one piece that really was sticking out to me. But the second piece is when you talk about people coming to the Lord and accepting the Lord, I think when you go on a mission trip like this, God opens our eyes so that we actually come back and minister to people differently in our own country. Do you feel like that completely shifted the way you even talk to people about God? I I think you you think differently about God in general. I think that uh, because we're so privileged in the United States, we don't realize these other countries have nothing compared to what we have, and we take it for granted. And that's they're seeking that. They need God. We do too, but they they cherish that. They want something because they have nothing. Yeah. And when they when they see that and they feel God's presence and the Holy Spirit come in, it's uh it's amazing to watch. It's as you know, I've done a lot of mission work in Kenya and one of the things I remember coming back after the first trip and I thought, Man, you know, we may be rich in like a financial piece or in you know, resources but spiritually, I experienced rich for the first time in Kenya, like to the point of being so filled that I thought, oh, my goodness, like this is amazing. It's uh, it's a true feeling. And I know everybody experiences the Holy Spirit differently. But when it floods you in out of country experiences like that, and obviously I still get it here. But when it floods you and your whole body is shaking, and you can't control it and it feels like it's just thick air. It's unreal. Yeah, like you almost can't breathe yes. in, in a way. I mean, it's literally the wind of the Spirit. It just, it, it's overcome. You know, we talk about overcome. It, it really, truly can, it's just amazing. So you do this mission trip. You're having this experience with people. Is that one of these places where all of a sudden God is showing you different ways? I mean, it feels like it's it's already, he's already weaving in here. He is, and, but the the problem is, you know, you're young and you're vibrant, and you have all these different ideas, and, and sometimes you don't listen to God, okay? So in this aspect of it, I come back, and I'm working my way through high school now, and I know this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a law enforcement officer. So I follow that career, not honestly asking God what, I, what I'm supposed to do. I'm just doing this on my own. And I go to college, and... It was a, there was a turning point in college. So I'm going through college, no money, uh, struggling. I meet my soon-to-be wife. And uh, I was at a point where my grades weren't good and I was struggling and I was going to go into the military. And my uh, instructor was an Army Ranger. And he had lined it up where I would go into Army Ranger school straight out of basic, which is hard to do. But he was able to pull some strings for me where I could go into Army Ranger School, and, and uh, I was, I'm like, this is my out. I'm going to go here. I'm struggling here at college and financially, and, and it was just not good. So then my wife says, hey, Jeff, we're going to have a baby. And I said, oh? And she goes, I, so, and I was telling her, I said, hey, I, I have this opportunity to go into Army Ranger School. I think I'd really love this. And she goes, 
not to be mean, but she goes, I'm not going to wait for you if you decide to do that. And I'm like, wow. I said, okay. I said, uh, I'll get back on track here. And I finished, finished college. And uh, we were blessed with our oldest, Maya. And I finished college. And so at that time, we're talking, this is 2005, 2006 era. The, there, was no, there was no cop jobs out there. Like it was, uh, I mean, you'd apply for one and a hundred people would apply with you. So it was tough to get in. Well, I had contacts at my local sheriff's office at Hubbard County, and I was involved in an explore program there as I was going through high school and through college. And I applied for a part-time position and, and the sheriff at the time, Gary Mills, um, interviewed me and, and, uh, they said, Oh, we'll get back to you. And I was at the time I was working for a tree service in our area, and uh, we're in the bucket truck going to another job, and and Gary calls me. He goes, Jeff, we've selected you, and it was like amazing, right? To move back to hometown from Hibbing from college, I have my um, wife with me, and we have our our infant, and I get hired. I was like, thank the Lord. Because I was, I mean, we're going into fall, and I'm like, what am I going to do for work? And uh, and it happened in, like, October, and it was just a godsend. I'm like, thank you, Lord, for allowing me to get a job to carry my family through the winter. So after that, I, so I've been there a total of 16 years. I worked my way up. I was a part-time deputy, and then I, I moved into full-time and then I moved into a night sergeant, and I did that the last five, six years. And uh, in the meantime, I was praying to God. I said, hey, I would like to, I had this idea. I wanted to start up a business in a tree service. I worked at a, at a local tree service, and I wanted to start a business. And I prayed about it and prayed about it, and uh, my wife was on board and I just felt like it was the right thing to do. So then I, I started my business. So as you're taking us through all these things, I mean, there's sort of this piece of me that's like, okay, here we are. We're working for the sheriff's department. Okay, wait a minute. No, there's this little entrepreneurial thing. And, oh, there could have been this ranger thing. I mean, it's like, let's stop and think about all these possibilities. How does a person even start to sort through these things? It's, it's totally in prayer, honestly. And it's trusting God, too. There'd be many nights I'd go through and I'd just pray, and I'm like, where am I supposed to go? And at some points, when I chose my own way, I would find roadblocks. And and not all the time will you find them, but uh, I would find roadblocks where, hey, this isn't working out. And I shifted to a different way, you know, and I always ask God, Lord, let it be your will and not my own. Yeah. Amen. And one of the things that uh, we're going to be taking a break in just a second here, but one of the things when we come back, I really want to talk a lot more about discernment because I think one thing we forget about is when we are going through all these things, how do we discern the choice? We think we know where God wants us. How are we discerning that piece of things? And I think that requires a little more conversation than just, you know, a couple of seconds. The other thing I'm just so, what's amazing me, Jeff, in having this conversation with you is even as well as I think I know you, I'm finding out new things. And I love that because it's just amazing when you start to see these other pieces of people get filled in and you see that walk with the Lord. So 
We've got a lot more to come. We're going to be talking a lot more about finding your why. We Finding your way and your why. Actually, boy, that was kind of a cool slip there, wasn't it? Yes. That kind of ties into both. We're talking with Jeff Stacy, entrepreneur, husband, dad, and so much more. We are talking about finding your way. Don't go anywhere. We've got a brief pause, and then we'll be back. This is Deb McGregor. Live joy, share joy. When it comes to planning for your future, you want an advisor who understands your Christian values. Ameriprise Financial Advisors Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson offer financial planning based on biblical principles. They can help you plan for your goals in a way that is consistent with your faith. Call Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson today. Office is located downtown Bemidji at 122 3rd Street Northwest or at 1202 1st Street East in Park Rapids. Ameriprise Financial offers financial services without regard to religious affiliation or cultural background. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Arise Financial Group, a division of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy and Live Joy, Share Joy. I like to be infused with joy all the time. Every Monday through Friday, I do an Infusion of Joy video on Facebook and Instagram. I cover a topic related to joy and provide insights, perspectives, and distinctions, as well as offer an opportunity for you to continue digging even deeper into your own joy. Make sure you're following me on the Life Full of Joy Facebook page and on Instagram at Live Joy, Share Joy. Realtors Noemi and Harry Aylesworth are happy to share they are now affiliated with Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate First Choice. Serving all of your real estate needs in Bemidji, Bagley, Black Duck, Cass Lake, and surrounding communities. They are dedicated to finding you the home you deserve. Whether you're selling or buying property, they will serve you with honesty and integrity. You can expect a better real estate experience. Life takes you many places. Let Team Aylesworth, Noemi and Harry of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate First Choice take you home. Nourishing Ways by Kelly Joe, personalized nutrition coaching designed to help women ditch dieting for good and cultivate confidence in themselves so they can nourish their bodies with the food they love without the stress and guilt. Hi, I'm Kelly Joe. I have over 20 years working as a registered dietitian, certified intuitive eating counselor. Let me help you live the joy-filled life you crave. Contact me today on Facebook at Nourishing Ways, that's W-E-I-G-H-S, or call me today at 218-368-4911. This is Devin Gregor, Live Joy, Share Joy. We are talking with Jeff Stacy, and he is an entrepreneur. He's a husband. He's a dad. He's so much more. And Jeff, going into the break, we were talking about prayer, being in prayer with the Lord, seeking the answers from the Lord. How do we know it's him? How do we actually know, oh, yeah, this is God's will. This is him speaking, and this is what I'm supposed to do. I I think there's, there's a few different ways to look at it. Um, Obviously, you know, you pray about it and you have faith too. And through your walk with God, it just kind of happens naturally. And just solid prayer and belief in what you're doing is what his will is. And, um, and, and I do it every day. Every morning I pray to my little boy, I say, uh, let this be God's will and not our own. And that truly means something to me. Because I've been in those roadblocks, and I, I don't ever want to go back to that because it's it's all about him and not me. Yeah. And there's something about, like, sometimes the roadblock really is the roadblock. This is not God's will. Other times, he might be taking us through something to show us something. And I know that has probably been a piece of your journey as well. 
Absolutely. Um, so through starting my business, there's obviously been a lot of, of struggles. Nothing's easy in life. If it was, everybody would do it, right? So I would work my night shift. I'd work from 4 p.m. to 3.30 in the morning, and then I had an overnight shift where I'd work 6 to 6 and then I would sleep for four hours, and then I'd run my business throughout the day, and I did that for years. And talk about a struggle and putting your family um, through heck over it, you know. Um, so then you get into the point where you uh, you just get burnt out, you know, and, and you ask, ask God, you're like, is, is this the right track? Am I doing the right thing? Um, but you just have faith and, you, and belief. And you just, you have a goal and I, and that's, that's our big thing in our household. And, and, um, we pray about our goals and we look at our goals and every year we, we just try and and set it up. So we, we go every year and, um, and there's obstacles that come up along the way and we just, uh, we pray about it and try and work through it. And the one thing I, I just, I notice is the more I set my ways, the more I struggle and I find obstacles in that. You know, I started another business, and that business, it ran, um, but it obviously wasn't in God's aspect for me. So he obviously, it's it's really neat. So I started this other business. Everything was working out great, and um, there came an opportunity where we were partners with somebody, and they said, uh, would you like to buy it from us? And... Initially, me and my wife were like, well, yeah, we'll, we'll buy it from you. And it actually did a total reversal where we actually sold that business to them. And it was totally God and not us. And now we look back at it and we're like, that was totally God. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And when we trust in him and we know that his will for us is way better than our will ever could be, that makes all the difference, right? It does. I mean, and, and if I would have pushed my own way there, I don't know where I'd be today. Yeah. You know, because it could have took me a totally different direction. And and it was, like I said, I went into, yep, we're going to buy this, the full business out from this other partner we had. And, and it totally switched gears and it was all God. And we were able to sell that. And uh, and we're still good friends with that other business owner. But it was, it was really neat because it was totally God, not us. Yeah. Oh, and that's the best way, right? Like, that's the way we want it. Yes. So, of course... Business ownership for you, like you just are an entrepreneur. Like you've always got an idea. <laughs> you brought like 10 ideas at a time, right? Maybe yes. even 100. Yes. So talk to me about, uh, as you look at these business opportunities and where you want to be, how are you bringing God into this? Like it's so interesting because you know how some people think like, oh, I need to have a ministry to serve God. But that's not true. We serve God in all that we do. Every day you do. So. I'll just um, I'll start real try and go real brief for you, but you remember me when I first came to you. So I, I'm at I'm at home and I'm like, how do I start a business? Like I I know nothing about business. Nobody taught me. Period. So I'm on Google and I'm like, how to start a business? SBA came up and then I met Deb and Deb's like, oh yeah, come up here, I'll help you out. So I met Deb and I'm like, hey Deb, this is what I want to do. I want to start a tree service. She's like, yep, yep, yep. You can do this and this and this. Well, through your your connections, it's just evolved, right? And if I didn't find you, um, again, that's God sending me to you, and you were ministering to me at the same time. And um, so I started my business, and then every year we we obviously correspond and, and check in with each other, and 
and um, and then it just kind of evolved from there. So as I'm going through the tree service, and then I we started with real estate, and then we did Red River there for a while, and that's the one that we sold. Um, and then we've we've always done real estate every year after that. And it's a, it's another thing too is we minister um, to our tenants. And uh, we really enjoy that. And we we come across big decisions, too. And, and that's something, you know, you, you step back and you just pray, hey, am I doing the right thing? Obviously, I want to make good decisions and I want to be a good steward of God's money, not my own. Again, this is, this is, and the other fact of it is, too, is I wouldn't have anything if God wouldn't allow me to have it. God's given me the ability of my physical body to go out and make the money. And I have to be a good steward of that at the same time. Let's talk about that. How do we become good stewards? Because as we find our way, sometimes we are blessed in abundance. And oh, it would be so easy, wouldn't it, to just go buy the million dollar place on the ocean. Not that that's a bad, that's not what I'm saying. If God, for some reason, that was in the plan. And what we also know is that sometimes he will call you to be a steward in a different way. How do you trust the word, trust God for that stewardship? So, and this might kind of sound dumb, but I go on Google and I look at verses on, on uh, online and I, I read the Bible and, and being a good steward of your money and bringing that back to my kids too. So, yep, you could spend and you make good money, right? So you could blow it all. And uh, uh, there's a few books that I really enjoy One's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by, by uh, Robert Kiyosaki. And the other one is um, Think Rich, Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I guess I could go on and on with books. But they they talk about, um, and so does the Bible. So the Bible talks about, obviously, um, being a good steward of your money and letting it be God's will and not your own. And these books tell you the same thing. Yep, uh, it's called, like, in Think Rich, Grow Rich, called... It's called doodads. So you want to get out of the rat race, right? And you don't want to be controlled by society. You want to create enough money or passive income that you're not indebted to the world. And it's a, it's a really hard thing to do um, because in your 20s, as you're growing up, they call them the gathering stages, right? You're trying to gr- gather stuff and, and buy stuff and have physical objects and in the 30s and 40s, now you've realized you have all this stuff, and now you have to pay it off. And if you can control that urge and break away from the norms of society, you can get farther ahead and think about your long-term, where do you want to be uh, when you retire, or where do you want, what do you want to leave your kids with? So that, those, are, um, those are what I've followed, and at the same time you're praying about it, and I Google verses all the time and, and go through the Bible. And, and, you know, when I talk about these other books, it's all in the Bible. You know, in the beginning, I, I was reading all these books, and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Well, then I started going back to the Bible. I'm like, well, everything's in the Bible. Yeah. It's if, amazing how many books we write to go back to what's already in the, the book, right? Yes, yes. You just have to Google it and find those different aspects. And it's the same thing that these guys have found it's it's right in the Bible. Yeah. You know, I, we talk about the word being a living word, and it's so true. It applies to every single thing that we go through now. 
like all the answers are there. And I love this stewardship piece because when we are responsible with it, God will bless us more. This I truly believe that, that he will continue to bless those. It's sort of like even spiritual gifts. When he gives us the spiritual gifts and we use them responsibly and in the way that he wants us to be using them, he will continue to bless us with those. Absolutely. It's uh, in tithing and giving back. That's a huge aspect of it, too. And that, that's what we do. And, and everybody ties in a different way. It could be your service. It could be, um, it could be money. Um, but I think it's as long as your heart's in the right spot and you're doing good for God, I think that uh, that is what he would want. Yeah, amen. Well, obviously, you're still even can like continuing to find your way, right? Like this, it's not like this stops. It's not like it's a finite thing. It's infinite till we die. It truly is, and it's it's. Uh, so you ask yourself too, where do you want to be at the end of the road? You know, your time on earth. What do you want to do? And one thing I always tell my mom because she she's always thinking entrepreneur too. And I said, you know, the founder of KFC was in his 70s when he started. And look at what he started. And I just really think that anything is possible for anybody out there, as long as they're open-minded. Um, but you have to truly love what you're going to do, and you have to have passion in it, and you have to have God on your side. And I think anything is possible. God makes the impossible possible, right? Absolutely. He just needs to use people like you and people like me, right? And yes. our listeners, Right? It's yes. so true. So let's summarize those just couple of things. You talked about making sure that you're praying. Yes. Making sure that it's God's will. Have faith. Yes. And have a passion unlike any other so that God can make the impossible possible in accordance with his will. Yes. And be grateful every day. Every day you wake up, you just thank God um, for the opportunity and uh, and go get it. Yeah, absolutely. Woo! I'm kind of on fire about this. <laughs> This is awesome. Jeff Stacy. thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. This has been awesome. We want to thank Jeff for sharing his journey and finding his way and continuing to find his way. We want to thank all of you for choosing to tune in today. We hope this has encouraged you to go out and find your way, reminding you prayer, faith, and go after it with a passion unlike any other is so important. We want to remind you to live joy and share joy. Please make sure you're following us on Instagram, Live Joy, Share Joy, or Facebook at Deb McGregor. And have an incredible day, everyone. Thanks so much to Philip Elke for engineering our program. We'll see you next week. Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy. Thank you for tuning in to Live Joy, Share Joy. We currently have availability for corporate sponsors on the show. Do you want to be aligned with all things joy and reach our listening audience? We have several options available, including our joy boosters. Contact your QFM today for sponsorship details.